It's the JT The Brick Show. They get the snap ball. Hand off Jacobs. Has the first down of the goal. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Raiders. Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Raiders bring a blitz. He is smothered and brought down. Max Crosby came around for the sack. Your silver and black home to sound off for over 20 years. Shotgun snap to Stidham. Lobs near corner for Adams. Makes the grab in the corner. Touchdown, Raiders. An absolutely perfect pass. And Adams dragged his feet in the back left corner. And now, filling in for JT today is Harry Ruiz. Hour number two of the JT The Brick Show here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Before I go on deeper with more Raiders content for you guys here on the flagship for the Silver and Black, I want to send a shout-out to my man Mickey, also known as Dennis. He celebrated his birthday recently, so congratulations to him. It's his birthday month. I hope his wife, Mary, keeps celebrating him the whole month. Still got a couple of more days. He's a great guy. I always hang out with him out there at the tailgates with the black hole. He's a great guy. Shout out to him. Shout out to his family, the Raider Nation family. This is for you, Raider Nation, 24-7. Well, no, not 24-7, but we got you taken care of with the morning tailgate, with the JT The Brick Show, and, of course, with unnecessary roughness from 2 to 5 here, Raider Nation Radio, silver and black content. I want to ask you, what do you want to do with the draft? If you were Dave Ziegler, if you were the general manager for the Silver and Black, what movements would you make during the draft? Which players would you pick? Which positions do you want them to fill up with the draft? 702-365-9200 in a bit. We're going to be calling in with Mariah Janos from Fox 5 Vegas with the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network as well. She's working the sidelines over there for the Vegas Nighthawks games. They had their first game this weekend on Saturday. They got a big win, an entertaining win. That's a different brand of football, but an entertaining brand of football as well. They beat Iowa 57-44. to And of course, Vegas, after a wild weekend with a world championship boxing fight at the MGM Grand with the T-Mobile Arena hosting the NCAA tournament a couple of nights out there seeing big time college basketball with the Taylor Swift concert. I mean, this town is nonstop and that is right now without the NFL football. Once NFL football comes back in August, then it gets wild again. And this year is a year that I like because unlike last year when we had two preseason games at the Death Star plus eight regular season games this year, we get only one preseason game but nine regular season games. So fans that come out to Vegas, that come out to enjoy the parties, I know that preseason, it might be more for people that don't want to pay a lot of money for football games and fortunately locals get to watch Vegas sports at Allegiant Stadium at a cheaper price but then that regular season price you know it goes a little bit higher with the PSL holders selling their tickets let's go to the phone lines right now Mitch from New Jersey is calling in Mitch I appreciate you calling in every time I I host here for JT LeBrick you shoot me a call so what's on your mind Mitch one of my favorites. How you doing, Harry? Thanks Appreciate you, man. Doing all right. Thank you. Senor. Senor. Um, well, I think best available player, I mean, I'd love to have that quarterback from Florida or uh, B. John Robinson. But let's get the best defensive player on the defense side, preferably on the line. And I hope down the draft they get a running back in the mid-rounds and a quarterback. 
Her hook is there or DCR. I know we can get a pretty good running back in third round, but I know we got to take care of our front seven. Yeah, the front seven is going to be key, but heck, even the secondary, in my opinion, you got to bring in some key pieces. Fortunately, with Marcus Epps arriving to the Raiders, I think you took care of that safety position. But cornerbacks, you would like to have a dog, and I think you can get one in the draft. And you look at the case of Nate Hobbs. He was a late-round draft pick for the Raiders, and that first year he did great. This second year with the injuries, we weren't able to see his full potential. But there are players in this draft that can help the Raiders and for Fortunately, right now for the Silver and Black, after the Darren Waller trade, they're able to have five picks in the first 109 picks, four in the first 100, and I think they just have to strike, and they need to strike hard in this draft. That's awesome. Now, I wonder if, um, you know, you notice the Rams are making these trades. I'm surprised they still have their quarterback because they're tanking for Khaled Williams. He won't have to move too far. I wonder if we can somehow get I know O'Donnell's a stretch. I mean, how much leverage could they have? Because he's, he's going to retire in a couple of years, I think. Yeah, he's that's, that's true. Something to think about. You look over at the draft picks that the Rams have, and they – this upcoming year, 2024, they do have their first-round draft pick, so that's a, yeah, a valid year. point that you say. Yeah, 2023, they traded away to Detroit, but it could be a case where the Rams, that's true, but that's where you go. How far do you go with your team just putting it all on the line and just hoping that you're able to get into the playoffs and Super Bowl by trading away a lot of assets and not knowing if you're going to be able to get to the playoffs, not knowing if you're able to get to the Super Bowl and the – the Rams, they were able to do so a couple of years ago. But now they're going to be rebuilding and hoping they can get the team back to where they were. That's a big question mark. When they, when they get the next first-round pick, it'll be eight years since golf. But we're close. At least offensive line, we have a good offense. The line on offensive line and defense, that's the question mark. Thanks for taking my call, Harry. I know you got other calls. Of course, shout out to Mitch from New Jersey, always here supporting Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just went Wendy, shout out to her as well, always listening to our station. Fabian, Raider Nation, you guys, there's no comparison. And I thought it was funny when I was reading Lamar Jackson's tweet yesterday and he was saying something around the, along the lines of Flock Nation or something like that. I'm like, man, there's only one nation. It's the Raider Nation. Everybody else, they're just trying to copy the silver and black. They're trying to be cool. They're trying to be on our level, and that's not going to be the case. You can copy the name, but you can't copy the environment, the parties, everything that the Raider Nation does. Shout out also the Black Hole. I heard they're having a big draft party. So if you're out here in Vegas, follow their their social medias. Check out what they got going on towards the end of last season. They were hosting some amazing parties the days before the games. I I head out there to the party on New Year's, and it was crazy good. I had a fantastic time. And that's something that now that I live in the same city that the Raiders play, that's something very, very cool, that I'm able to go to all these events. If they have events on draft day, if they have events on other days, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm able to go out there and just enjoy my time with the Raider Nation. When I was going out to Oakland, it was just the night before the game, and that's it. But now that I'm here, living in the same city as the Raiders, I know of people that moved out to Las Vegas just because the Raiders relocated out here. So that's something that the Raider Nation, I'm like, yo, 
this team, this fan base, it's special. And we need this fan base to enjoy recent success. Because like me, I've never enjoyed a Super Bowl of the Raiders being in it where they win it. I was alive when they played in their last one. I watched it. I was disappointed in it. But I wasn't able to enjoy a win. It was a tough loss. Now I need them to get back there. And fortunately, right now I'm working the games and I wouldn't have to pay $5,000 to go into the stadium for that game. Let's go to the phone lines. Mariah Janos from Fox 5 Vegas and the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network is here with us right now to talk some Vegas sports. Mariah, it's great to see you. You've been in Vegas now for pretty much six months. How has the Vegas sports scene received you? Yeah, I hit my six-month mark just a few days ago. It's been incredible. I have never been welcomed into a community more. It's been so unbelievable here in the first six months. I've been loving every second of it. And heck, if I remember correctly, you hit the ground running with the Aces Parade, right? Yep. First day on air, 5 a.m. live shots, Aces Parade coverage. It was so much fun. I couldn't have asked for a better start. So you're from Boston. Our producer, Bobby, he's from Boston as well. How much can you compare what you saw and covered out there with the Patriots? And you got to see Jimmy G. You got to cover Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick. And now out here with the Raiders, do you think not mirroring it completely, but bringing some pieces in from the Patriots way, can that work out here in Las Vegas, in your opinion? You know, I'm still trying to figure that out because things weren't necessarily working in New England either. (laughs) So um, I would love to see Josh McDaniels kind of be his own person a little bit more and, and kind of detach himself from the Patriots just a little bit more to see if he can make those moves that don't have any Patriots ties to them. Um, you know, the Jimmy G move is exciting, but I'm not completely sold on him yet. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all of these different parts that all have that common factor of former Patriots to them, seeing how they all kind of work together this season. It's going to be really interesting. Um, But I'd love to see Josh McDaniels just try something non-Patriots related just to see how it works out, you know? And something important, not only with the Patriots, but every NFL team is a draft. And now the Raiders, they got ammunition. They got 12 draft picks. They got five in the first 109. What do you see in the future for the Raiders in a month when they're going to be picking players out there in Kansas City? You know, I think defense really needs to be addressed early on. It was such a a weak point last season, especially in the secondary. That's always helpful. But, you know, if Josh McDaniels does take anything from Bill Belichick, I just remember him every year in the draft, we're going to pick the best guy on the board, whether we have a need for that position or not. That was Bill's approach a lot of the time. So I'm interested to see if Josh McDaniels goes that route and maybe, you know, what pick is it? Tenth or seventh, excuse me? Seven, yes. Yeah. The top ten pick. pick. There's still there will be plenty of QBs on the board. I'd be interested to see if maybe they go that route and see if they grab the best offensive player. Um, but I do think that the defense really needs to be addressed uh, heading into this season for sure. We're talking with Mariah Janos from Fox 5 Vegas and also a very, very cool betting show that they got on TV. Beat the odds. Check it out. Mariah, mm-hmm. this city of Las Vegas, you've seen you, – you come from a city where – 
I was joking around with my producer, Bobby. I'm like, you've seen more championships in the last 10 years, you being from Boston, oh, yeah. than me pretty much since being alive. And I've me being from L.A., which has been five Lakers championships, uh, yeah. two Stanley Cups, and one World Series. That's pretty much three years in, in Boston. How can Vegas become something like that from Boston? Because we already got NFL. We already got mm -hmm. hockey. But there's the potential of MLB coming into town, NBA coming into town. We get the Final Four soon. What can we do to become Boston West? <laughs> oh, man. You know, I think what makes Boston such a great sports city is that the history is, is all there. Even when the teams aren't doing good, it's historically been such a great city and you know French a lot of franchises started there from the way beginning even looking at hockey like the original six and stuff like that I think Vegas you just got to give it some time but you know with the way that fans in this community has embraced the Raiders and the Golden Knights they're on their way so if you add in an MLB team or an NBA team I see those stadiums being sold out as well. I think this city is hungry for sports, and the fans have showed so far that they will support whatever team comes to play here because the people here are passionate, and they want something of their own, and it's so much better when you know, you're rooting for teams in a city you actually live in and you don't have to you know, root for an L.A. team or an Oakland team or whatever it is. You know, having... A local team is just so important, and it really does bring the community together, I feel like. Yeah, and, and I want to send out a shout-out to Fox 5 Vegas because you guys do an amazing job. I see Kevin every day with the Raiders, <laughs> Vince every day with the Golden Knights, Paloma every day with the, UN, with the UNLV Rebels, and then you, I see you everywhere. I was watching TV on, I, was it Saturday? I think I saw you on a live shot outside T-Mobile Arena for the NCAA tournament and then outside Allegiant with Taylor Swift and then later at night talking about Tom Brady. I mean, yep. that's Vegas right there. It is, and that has been the best part of it all. Even, you know, I'm a sports girl to my core, but being able to switch it up and go jump over to the entertainment side ahead of a concert, that is so awesome to do. And, and again, the fandom out here is just incredible for both sports and entertainment. So, yeah, there's never a dull, mo dull, excuse me, a dull moment at Fox 5. We've got, so like you said, there's four of us in the sports department, and we're all still running around like crazy, and we just want to – you know, get everything, all the content that we possibly can, because if, if it's hard for the four of us to make it to all the sporting events, it's hard for fans to get to all of them, too. So if we can provide that coverage, that's just perfect. So, yeah, it's crazy, but I love it. So and I'm far. sorry, that was Friday, not Saturday, because Saturday yeah. you were broadcasting the Vegas Nighthawks game on the Silver mm -hmm. State Sports and Entertainment Network. How was that? Because I look at the final score and I'm like, heck, that's over 100 points between both teams. Oh my God. I have never seen anything like that, but it was incredible. I, don't knock the IFL y'all because that there are some really talented guys in there. Marshawn Lynch's brother is on the team and he is a mini beast mode to his core. It is so fun to watch him. Um, the quarterback Quan Neal, incredible. The guy is the IFL's like Patrick Mahomes. He is so multifaceted and so explosive and the way that he scrambles and makes plays and, and finds his receivers is really impressive. And then their new guy, Quentin Randolph, he's a receiver and it's just his second year in the league. And the kid is 
unbelievable to watch. They have a really talented team this year, and they're very proud of it. And there are five local connections to the team as well, of guys that either grew up here in Vegas or played at UNLV. So it's been really cool to watch that homegrown tie as well. But the Nighthawks are no joke. If you have not been to a game, I highly recommend it because they are so fun to watch and so entertaining. Absolutely. And I'm actually keeping my eye on that April 21st game because it's the first one that I think I can actually make it out to. So I'm going to be hitting up my boy Omar Cruz out there with the Foley Sports Entertainment Group because I need to go to a a Nighthawks game. It looks amazing. And please tell the folks, where can they watch the games? Because you were a part of the broadcast and uh, it was a fun, a fun matchup. Yeah, absolutely. So the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network is channel 5.2, and we are broadcasting five of the Nighthawks home games. They're all Saturday games um, throughout the season, so I really recommend you check it out. I am their sideline reporter for those games, um, so conducting interviews throughout the entire game, giving you a little taste of the personalities because they are full of personality and life that team they are so entertaining and fun to watch and fun to communicate with so uh, i really recommend if you can't make it to a game at least turn on channel 5.2 for those games because it's it's really really fun and also give the folks a 411 on beat the odds beat the odds okay (laughs) it's great it's on a bit we have actually we taped a final four episode yesterday so we are on every week friday night on fox 5 at seven o'clock throughout the football season. Once the football season ends, we have a few specials. So the first one that'll be this Friday is our Final Four special. Then we will have one for the Kentucky Derby, and we will also have one for the NBA uh, Finals as well. So we've got three off-season specials that will that will air. Um, but it has been – that experience has been great. Teddy Covers and Fat Jack are our two analysts. You may know them from Twitter. They've got great picks. They deal out some of their top picks. They break down each and every game and what to look for, and they break down the trends and analysis. We also, during the season, have former Raider and Bronco Brandon Marshall on, and he talks to us about each game and what goes through the minds of at least players on the defensive side of the ball. Um, And then you've got me. I go to the Westgate, the Superbook, and talk with Jay Cornegay and John Murray about what they're seeing and the lines that they're seeing when they're putting everything together in the handle. So it's just a very well-rounded, fun show that is so entertaining and so informational, especially if you're just getting into betting. Um, We have a lot of tips and tricks and guidance for introductory bettors. So it's just a really good, and it's really funny. The personalities on the show are just, really entertaining to watch and listen to. So if you have not checked it out, I recommend you do so. 100. Mariah Janos, follow her on Twitter, Mariah Janos. Mariah Janos. And then on Instagram, it's Mariah.Janos. And on Instagram, I found out something that I I thought it was very interesting. Do you officiate weddings? Like, can we ask you to do one out here in Las Vegas where we see chapels with Elvis and a lot of characters? Can you officiate one for us? Oh, absolutely. If you need me to officiate, give me a call. I am ordained because I did officiate my cousin's wedding last fall, and it was 
so much fun, such a special occasion. But yeah, I can I can do it all. You want me to officiate a wedding? Give me a call. I'm happy to. <laughs> there you go, sportscaster and wedding officiating, uh, Mariah Jano. She can do everything from the sidelines to the chapels. She got you covered, Mariah. I really really appreciate you coming on the air here today on Raider Nation Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking with you and the community any chance I can get. Fantastic. We hope to have you soon. Check her out on Fox 5 Vegas on the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network. They're doing a great job covering local sports as well. Let's go to a break, Raider Nation. And after that... I want to talk some baseball. I'm excited that the baseball season is right around the corner. And, of course, I want to have our predictions on who's going to win each division in the sport. And remember, head out to our with our friends out at Red Rock, the Rouge Room. It just opened last week, and it I heard of folks having an amazing time. So head out to Red Rock Casino. They're teaming up for excellence with Remy Martin with the Rouge Room. It's been incredible. the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. Otani's ready. Trout's ready. 3-2. He struck him out! Otani strikes out Trout and Japan's back on top of the baseball world. Joe Davis on the call for Fox, the World Baseball Classic final between the U.S. and Japan. That tournament brought a lot of excitement for baseball. That tournament had players giving it all for their country. And I'm Mexican-American. I was born in Los Angeles, but I lived in Mexico for 12 years. And out there, I learned about the passion that everybody in the country has for their national teams. It doesn't matter if it's soccer, which, of course, it's like 99.9% of the people in Mexico love soccer. But if the baseball team is playing, everybody's wearing their national team jerseys and representing Mexico. If the basketball team is playing and they can watch it, everybody's supporting the team. It doesn't matter what sport it is. They love their teams. And I had a friend of mine. She was texting me, and I was like, yeah, I want Mexico to beat the States. And then they clobbered them in the group stage. And she was like, but why Mexico and not the U.S.? I'm like, well, because the U.S., it's like very selective people. It's like, if you like soccer, you like the U.S. men's national team. But if you don't like soccer, you're not watching. If you like baseball, and of course you saw that roster that was stacked for the U.S., then you're watching and you're supporting. But if you don't like baseball... You're not watching. You're not very into it. And that's pretty much with every national team and sometimes even the Olympics. Like, you'll follow if it, back then when it was Michael Phelps, when it was a big name participating, you would follow it. But I wouldn't see a lot of national pride on the sports scene. So the good thing is that with this baseball classic, with the World Baseball Classic coming back for the first time since the pandemic – you saw the potential and you saw the stands packed with folks out there in the Japan when in Japan when they were playing that region in Miami in Arizona it was wild it was very fun and i hope to be able to go to the next edition because it was fantastic and now we get to enjoy baseball from the end of March from Thursday all the way through October because major league baseball is back i don't know about you guys but for me it's like therapy. It's like helping me get through 
of football offseason. It's like three hours of my day. I know I'm going to be able to sit on my couch and watch Dodgers baseball on TV because I'm a huge Dodger fan. I love watching Dodgers baseball, and it doesn't matter if it's a 1, 1 p.m. first pitch or if the game starts at 7.10 like opening day for the Dodgers is on Thursday. I'm going to be watching, and it helps me out just to go day by day knowing I got something to watch on TV. Just like every Wednesday, I know I'm watching wrestling with AEW from 5 to 7. When baseball is on, when Dodgers baseball is on, I just unplug from everything else, and I enjoy three hours or heck, now with the pitch clock rule maybe two and a half hours but i'll be able to enjoy watching some sports on tv and right now i'm gonna bring in bobby machado our producer here on raider nation radio and we're gonna go through our picks on who's gonna win each division in baseball because i know you're a baseball expert you love following the game of baseball baseball expert that hates talking on a bleeping mic but I know you know how I know when someone <laughs> loves baseball because you're last time I was here you're like yeah I DVR'd a baseball game so I get home and watch it I'm like I know no. you love baseball as much as I do so let's go over the National League and the American League who do you think is winning each division and we're gonna start with the National League because you and I are American League guys so we're gonna save that towards the end. National League, the East, we know that the Mm. New York Mets, they're trying to buy their way into winning that division, but they got serious competition out there. Who do you got? I'm going to take the Phillies. Yeah, Philadelphia. I'm I'm telling you, I think Phillies, I think Atlanta number two, and I think the Mets are going to be number three. The problem with them is going to be their pitching. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the Mets and you got Scherzer and you got Verlander, they're two aces leading that rotation, Uh but they're two aces that can miss time and a lot of time with their injuries at their ages. They're also two aces with a combined age of 82. Exactly. Pretty much my age. So I'm going to go the opposite side of you. I do like the Mets. So I'm going with the Mets first place. You said you got the Phillies? I've got to take the Phillies. I'm a, I'm a Bryce Harper guy, and they've made some decent free agent signings. I think, they, I think they're going to make a run this year. Heck, more than decent. You look over in the addition of Trey Turner out there. Mm-hmm. That's that was a good start, nuts. right? That's some, I, I watched him play with the Dodgers last year, and I was like, I hope they're able to keep him. But then 11 years, $300 million, I'm like, yeah. That's a lot of money they're going to be dedicating for the future. but Not my money. <laughs> there you go. Not your money, but and not your team either. No, no, not at all. So I got the Mets. Bobby has the Phillies. NL Central, that division is always very competed between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers. Who you got? Ooh. Okay, now i got to think, who the hell's in the Central again? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I'll take St. Louis. Why not? I've got a coffee cup that says St. Louis. Why not? There you go. They're the ones that you're going with. Yeah, so the National League Central. I can't, I can't have any faith in the Milwaukee Brewers. I just can't. Or the Cubs. Well, no, the Cubs, forget it. No. Yeah, no, the Cubs, they're, heck, they got Cody Bellinger now at center field. I hope he adapts to the cold, but it hurt me watching him play with the Dodgers the last couple of years yeah. because he was rookie of the year. He, he was MVP. He was a silver slugger. And then all we, could, all we knew that we were going to get from him was his glove. Because the bat, it wasn't consistent at all mm. the last two seasons. So and he does have a decent throwing arm, but I mean, you know, he's got the yips when it comes to the batting. So yeah, the batting since the MVP season, it went down. The Dodgers didn't want to pay him. The Cubs did. So now he's with Chicago. There's a lot of that going around. I'm going with St. Louis. Last year, it was the Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols goodbye ceremony, and it's like the parting away party for him. And it's like, all right, that was good. Now. 
give time to, and they got a great farm system and they're able to evolve their players and make them become legends. So. Yeah, honestly, I took the Cardinals by default. I mean, you, you, what are you going to do? Put your faith in the Pittsburgh Pirates? I mean, they gave up competing 10 years ago. Yeah, no, for me, it's either Milwaukee or St. Louis. And I trust the St. Louis Cardinals more with what they, how they do business. From the front office to the AAA system to their managers, everybody, I have a confidence in St. Louis. So that's why I'm going. And they got, and they got that them. Greek pitcher. He's pretty decent. Yeah. The Greek kid, I forget what his name is, Nicholas something or other. So I said, we're both National League guys. I was, my brain was not working. Of course I'm a National League, uh, American League guys. I'm a National League guy. You're an American League guy. We're going with the it's NL been a right lo- now. It's been a long week, folks. Yes. Seriously. I mean, I it's know, not just right? this it's week. Tuesday. It's been the past three weeks. I don't even know what bleeping day it is today. Tuesday. We're two days away from Oh, yeah. Hockey day. tonight. Let's go. Hockey. Go, go, go. Nights go. Go, yeah. Nights go. Whatever. Go on. National League West. That's a big question mark oh, for a lot Here of people. Go. Oh, jeez. Dodgers cause, cause, or cause, Padres? I'll, I'll save you the trouble, Flo, because this kid's a, a Dodger fan, so we're just going to do a 10-minute soliloquy on Mookie Betts and whoever else they stole. Go ahead. Do your thing. No, here you go. So the Dodgers, like Joe Rigo said earlier, they're just going trying to get under that luxury tax. They're just trying to— Why? That way they can go for that big spending next year instead of paying all that money. And if they would be under the luxury tax if it weren't for that Trevor Bauer resolution that they ended up unsuspending him. And now he's playing in Japan because nobody in Major League Baseball wanted to touch him even with a stick. So, Which is strange because I really did think the Sox were going to make a run at him, but go figure. Exactly. Nobody wanted to be in the Trevor Bauer business despite every all the legal situation going away. So now it's Dodgers and Padres. The Dodgers... They got that top of the rotation with Julio Urias, with Clayton Kershaw, with Dustin May, with Tony Gonsolin, and they got Pepio coming in from AAA. I think they got a good rotation, and now they don't have as deep as a lineup and as deep as a bench as last year, but it's either them or the Padres. And for me, following the Dodgers and the Raiders so long— Sitting here looking like a smurf. Yes, rocking all blue, <laughs> being from L.A. And the sneakers, too, kid. He wasn't lying. The bleeping sneakers, too. Look at that. Jeez. They're Griffies in Dodger colors. Kill me. I can't put my pick on either the Padres or the Chargers. I will never do it because those two franchises, they always figure out a way to screw it up. So I'm not going to pick the Padres, even though they have the talent out there on the field because Fernando Tatis, he's going to spend the first two weeks of the season in El Paso I'm jealous. He's going to be able to go eat some great food. But that guy, he went from being suspended, sorry, from being injured because of a motorcycle accident or mm-hmm. a, whatever he was driving mm-hmm. to them being suspended. It's like an auto-destruct mode. He's like figuring out a way to screw it up. Heck, he's a padre. Now they got Bogert's shortstop. They got Tatis coming back. Mm-hmm. They got Juan Soto. They mm-hmm. got Manny Machado, who they no just relation. signed. I'm like, what are they going to—they got great talent. Are they going to be able to make it work? You know what? I can't see why they can't. I mean, because even if their pitching isn't all that great, they're going to be basically what the Yankees were last year, which is your your pitching staff is mediocre. You already know this. So you're going to have to go out and score like six or seven runs every game because you know your pitching staff is going to gack up at least four. Exactly. That's so. pretty much where the Padres are. If they can keep that, maintain that balance, they'll do pretty well this year. Hey, and last year, 
that Dodgers lineup that was stacked, that had an incredible team both on the lineup and in the bench, mm-hmm. they were ousted of the playoffs by the Padres mm-hmm. in a five-game series, three to one. Yeah, I know. So frustrating. about that, yeah. So frustrating, but it ended up happening. Now with MLB's rules of having three wild-card teams and giving the, the two best teams in, in, in each league the bye week pretty much, I'm like, I think you're hurting teams more than you're helping them by having that time off. I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of that sort of thing, but me neither. So you're going with? Oh, geez, I don't know. How about the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks? Let's just throw it out. Hey, they, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make a bet, what the hell? The fruit's out on the other end of the tree. Go ahead. That's a super wild card right there by Bobby. I thought, oh, no, it's probably gonna be Padres. But throw, let's throw the Diamondbacks so out there. Saying, They've got I'm, a fantastic stadium. I'm writing it down, Bobby. Go ahead. So. Towards the end of the season, I'll be like, Bobby. Dude, 10 minutes from now, I'm not going to remember any of this, much less six months from now. Go ahead. Throw it out there. I will, though. I got it written down. I will tell you in six months. I was like, Bobby, I don't know what the heck you were thinking, but you got the D-backs instead of the Dodgers. I'll or just Padres. blame being high all the time. It works. American League. That's your division, the AL East. Mm-hmm. You're, the Red Sox. Uh-huh. You said you were going to pick them earlier, uh-huh. but for something, right? I'm going to pick them for being the second worst team in baseball. God. Oh, ow, ow. It hurts. It's so bad. It hurts already. Jeez. Who's going to win it then? God, I can't pick the Yankees. Screw the Yankees. Um, and that's the nicest thing I can say. Uh, I'm going to take that. You know <laughs> you what? You say that because Honestly, you're on the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to go with the Blue Jays this year, to tell you the truth. They're, they're, they have a really decent young core staff, and they're all about another year's worth of experience. And, God, you know, the Yankees, they're already having their troubles with the pitching staff. I mean, out of their five starters, three of them are already not going to be able to start the season. So. Exactly. Carlos Rodon, he's the guy that they brought in, and but the elbow, you know he's now had he's issues out. there. Exactly. So it's a big question mark. They brought back Aaron Judge. They paid him the money that he earned last year with that Good. MVP season. Good. So he's their guy. Now it's let's see if he can replicate that incredible 2022 season he had or at least get close to it because he, that's wild. He, he, he probably won't, but you know what? Even if he gets your 45 homers, that's cool too. Yeah, exactly. 62 you know, you're, you're, is going to pro- be tough. The problem with the Yankees is going to be hitting. The problem with the Yankees is going to be pitching. Again, this is the same issue that the Padres had. Your pitching staff is mediocre at best. So if you can score seven, eight, nine runs, I mean, you've still got, you've got Judge. You've got, who's that big Spanish kid that got hit in the face, the kid from Florida? I'll get you the name right now, but yeah, it's... it's they they, they so, got, so we, we, are, we are so tied up in football and basketball yeah. right now that we can't remember who half these players are. But we're going to get through this anyway. They got they got a big enough roster. I mean, Garrett Cole, he can't start every game. Nestor Cortez? No, no, no. This is um, their DH. Oh, for the for the Yankees? Yeah, the, the, big, the big fat kid. <laughs> got hit in the face of Florida, and now he can't take a pitch anymore. What's his name again? I'll get you the name, but Come on, you're the sports guy. You should know this stuff. I'm the music guy. You're the sports guy. I'm That's a, how this works. Talk to me about the Dodgers. I know everybody from their top I remember. player to their defense uh, to their Mi- AAA. It's, it's, it's Mikey Stanton. That's who it is. Giancarlo. Well, he used to be Mikey. There you go. I was like, fat? He ain't fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, he's fit. Yeah, uh-huh. With what? I don't know, but he looks he he okay. bangs those balls. So uh-huh. you're going Toronto, I'm going Yankees. Yeah, I kinda have, I, I I should probably take Toronto on this one. All right. Well, you can't go with the Yankees. You hate them. Central. I like Cleveland, that youth movement they got. They made it into the playoffs. They looked good last year. I'm going with them. I jeez. I mean by default, because there's nobody else in the division that's worth 
worth backing. Minnesota, Royals, yeah. Chicago, Tigers. You can't do the Royals. The, tig- the Tigers are horrible. The Royals are going to be next to the A's, the worst team in baseball. I guess you got to take the Indians by default. I mean, the Twins gack it up every year. You the can't Guardians. count on them. The who? Guardians. They're yeah, not yeah, Indians yeah. no more. Whatever. Fine. The Cleveland baseball team. Let's go with them then. <laughs> Put me down Just for like that with one the, then. With the commanders, right? Cleveland baseball team. I, 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 dude, I can't even get around those freaking names, man. I just can't because they're just so test-marketed boring. The Guardians. Jeez, who kept, what marketing jackass came up with that one? The Guardians? They Blech. just had to, they had to switch the name, so Pardon they me. ended yeah, up you, going with that. You can switch that. it, but come up with something better. Jeez, that's, call yourself the Heat. I don't care. Whatever. American League West. Houston. That's the defending champs. Houston, They done. got Seattle breathing down their necks, Houston, but done. I don't think. Houston, that, done. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think it's enough Full for stop. Seattle. It's over. That's it. Houston. I mean, who else is in the division? You're going to uh, go with Anaheim? <laughs> Hell no. And, I, and that's not because I, I'm a Dodger fan and I don't like the Angels, but right, they've, would, got, they've got two of the best players in baseball. And what else? <laughs> you can't have Shohei Otani starting every single night. I think that's a better question. Where do you think he's going to go next year? I, I honestly think he's going to be a Dodger. I think he's going to be a Red Sox. Oh, going East Coast. Well, they got the money. God knows they ain't spending on anybody else this year. That's why Chris I think Hale, that the Dodgers Jesus are going to God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Still with the team. So we both agree Houston. Yeah. I mean, they, and believe me, I don't like the Astros either after all that scandal. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say a lot about the Astros because I do have a few dear friends who are Astro fans for whatever reason, but... You know, so I'm going to let them slide on that yeah, one. Yeah, there's people that are from Houston that are Astros fans or even the state of Texas. A few, there used to be a few of them bopping around here, too. There you I go. Know, so like two, three years ago when they made it to the World Series, like two or three guys all got together, got World Series tickets, and went down to Houston to watch the game. Nice. I wouldn't go. It's the middle of football season. we got things to do. But. They could have gone last year again because the Astros, once again. Well, they aren't here anymore. Now they proved they very that well may they, have. You never know. They probably don't need the trash cans or they got other systems to be able to cheat. But they got another World Series. They shut up all the baseball world. And it's like, hey, there you go. We got mm-hmm. another ring. Shout out to my friend Pancho. He calls the games in Spanish for them. And he does a fantastic job. I'm like, I'm bueno. a huge fan of his, but I don't like his team. So he's got something against me now because he's like, oh, you talk trash about the Astros. I'm like, well, pissed me off when it came out that they were cheating. Maybe it's, it's a job. You got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Besides, this 21st century, you could do better than banging on a trash can. Come on now. Hey, they, they figured out a way to not get caught when it was happening later on. How do you know they don't have another way now? Something a little more electronical. And a lot of folks say, if you ain't Ooh, cheating, Mr. you ain't trying. conspiracy theory coming out. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, so, let's not start that again. The L.A. Angels, do you think they make it to the playoffs or not? Only if they buy tickets. I don't think they make it to the playoffs either. No, I mean, make it. Anthony Rendon, if he's able to come back and have a great season and stay healthy, he might be able to help them to contend. But the to, AL— to, to contend for what, third? Yeah, no, that's no, no. To, to make, that's all you need right now in baseball. If you end up third, there's three wild card spots. Yeah, but, I mean, you got to figure half your wild card spots are going to end up in the East. It's going to be Seattle. The East, you got better teams. You've got Toronto. You've got the Yankees. You got Tampa Bay. So Baltimore might even make a run. Not the not the Sox, obviously, but 
So that's the good thing about the East. They hit each other and they beat each other and they affect each other once they yeah, defeat you each other remember, up there you got to remember this year with the new rules, they're not playing 19 times. They're only playing something like 14 times. That's true. You only get two home series and two away series against the same team because now right. you're going to face every team at home doesn't matter which league or which division there are, at least once every two years. Yeah. So like the Yankees, they're coming back to Dodger Stadium this year, not in 2024, but in 2025 they'll be back. That's like I was watching the Giants and the A's yesterday. They were talking about the uh, Sox are coming into San Francisco for road trips. I'm already planning. Planning a little bit, yeah. That's definitely going to be interesting. So I'm going Philly, St. Louis. No, sorry. You're going Philly, St. Louis, and the D-backs in the yeah, National Look, we got league. an audience. Hi, audience. Hello. Oh, you're a sales guy. Never mind. Go away. Toronto, Cleveland, and Houston <laughs> in the American League. I got the Mets, St. Louis, and Dodgers in the National League. In the American League, the Yankees, Cleveland, and Houston. So we don't agree. You took the Yankees. Yeah, I took the Yankees. What the hell's the matter with you? I think they're going to make it. You, they're they're, they're going to make what? They're going to recover players. They're going to be able to make it through the season. I uh -huh. think they're going to win the National League. The Baltimore League. Orioles the are going to make it through the season. You think these guys are going to do anything? Oh, no, not that. Are you that. kidding me? Toronto's going to beat the crap out of whatever's left over. Tampa New York Bay invested a little bit more money than Baltimore. Yeah, invested in what? One guy, Aaron Judge. Let's Great. See. You're I got mean, And you're going to get your 45 homers out of him? Fine. You know Stanton's a gack machine. The other kid, who's that? Rizzo? Anthony that, Rizzo that, that's your number. That's your number two hitter. You know Stanton's going to give you more strikeouts than anything else. Whatever happened to DJ LeMayhew? What happened to the rest of those He's guys? still there. DJ LeMayhew. Josh Donaldson. Uh -huh. What happened to him last year? He still plays for the Yankees. He's there. He can't even see his toes anymore. He's so damn fat. <laughs> I have a feeling that Bobby doesn't like the Yankees at all. It's you, not a matter of that. It's a matter of the guy's so fat he can't see his bleeping toes. So wild cards. I have Atlanta, San Diego, and Milwaukee. Those mm -hmm. are my wild cards in the in the National League, in the American League. So, so let me get this straight. So you're going with the Mets and Atlanta, and you think Philly's not even going to make the playoffs? I have a feeling they're going to choke. Uh-huh. I have a feeling they're going to choke. Uh-huh. That's my feeling. I don't know about you. You, you, guy, you, you I'm not going to say your feelings are valid. This is what the shrink told me. Your feelings are <laughs> valid. It's okay. Wild card in the American League. Uh-huh. I got Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, those are solid franchises that yeah. last year they... But but it's like I just told you earlier. I mean, most of your wild cards are all going to come out of the East. You don't have a single guy coming out of the Central? Not one? I just got Cleveland. Bingo. That's a, it would be Minnesota. That's what, that's what I was trying I to mean, explain I mean, Minnesota before. should be the second most competitive team in that division, but I don't think it's going to be enough. So you don't think Minnesota as opposed to Anaheim, huh? I got both of them out. Hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Anaheim, that their only hope is being that third wild card team. So you're thinking the twin. So you're thinking Seattle against the Twins, huh? For that final I, spot, I, I look at both of those teams as being basically a B minus, mediocre kind of team. But Seattle, I think they they took a big step forward last year. And now Julio, Julio Rodriguez, he's gonna be he's gonna go from well, yeah, really they, good player to superstar status, and which means he'll end up leaving Seattle. He signed a big contract with them, though. That doesn't matter. He's, the Alex Rodriguez way. signed a big contract with them. Ken Griffey Jr. signed a big contract with them. King Felix signed a big contract with them. Well, King Felix never left, though. Well, okay, but, you know, I mean, his abilities And left. Alex signed that contract with Texas, right? As a free agent, not being traded. But he had, uh, not, not the $250 million, but he had a previous contract with Seattle. 
Julio, I think he signed like a 10-plus year contract, though, right? Mm-hmm. Here, let me just confirm it right here. So yeah, 210 millions over 12 years and could grow to 470 million in 17. Yeah, but you know Seattle's not going to they're going to keep any big money players like that. Let's see. So far, he's locked in through 2029. Mm-hmm. And that's at least 6 years. Well, 6 6 seasons. Yeah, but I mean if they I mean it's it's the same thing with Seattle. I mean, if they end up being like a mediocre ball club and they're spending $50 million a year on this one player, sooner or later one of the bean counters is going to go, hey, why do we have this guy? We can get somebody cheaper. I'm hyped up about baseball. And oh, I'm also I am too. Hyped I, I have two. I, mean, I, I, I just watched the Giants and the A's yesterday. I've got two or three games this weekend I'm taping. Um, my socks are going to suck, but other than that. You're going to watch them either way. I'm not going to watch the Sox. I'll watch other games, but I mean. College basketball, too. I'm hyped about this weekend. Men's and women's basketball. It's going to be amazing. And I also want to let you know, Quantro game day at Dre's Beach Club is going to be popping. Pool season is back at the world-famous Dre's Rooftop Beach Club. Rent your cabana and enjoy Quantro margaritas while watching the college basketball tournament. Quantro, the art of the mix. Let's go to a break, and we'll come right back to say sayonara. to the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz. I felt okay. Um, obviously, you know, the rhythm is the most important. You know, I had um, a couple, you know, drives and the ball got away from me. A couple shots didn't feel as uh, good as before, obviously, but, you know, I was out for four weeks. So um, between that and the win, I'm just going to get those things back um, leading to the final stretch of the season. LeBron came back on Sunday night. He'll be back in action tomorrow against the same team, the Bulls, but now in Chicago. At the moment, the Lakers stand at ninth place. Also, by the way, wanted to give you guys a heads up. The Nations League, the CONCACAF Nations League, will be being played at Allegiant Stadium. The final four semifinals on June 15th, the final on June 18th, and yesterday, both Mexico and the United States guaranteed their spots in that final four, so we might have Mexico against the United States in competition here in Las Vegas, just like we did a couple of years ago when it was these two teams in the Gold Cup final. More than likely, they will be facing each other again here in a couple of months. I'm Harry Ruiz, Raider Nation. Thank you guys for tuning in. Coming up next, from Phoenix, from the owners' meetings, Q Myers with Unnecessary Roughness. Have a fantastic week, Raider Nation.